The WYSL stations bring you Jose Pio and Laval Lewis and your weekly dose of PCP. It's your hour of common sense with the politically correcting podcast and show. You get the power to that power zone. We are back. Your very special Valentine's Day gentleman here. Myself, the Jose Pio, Laval Lewis, and Dr. Bob here. Yeah. On this yeah. beautiful, loving day. Yeah, baby. baby Thank you. Baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Got the funky walker dirty taco over here. Here we go. Thank you very much for joining us today. We're going to jump into what's going on here locally, which I'm not sure if you've seen all the nonsense that's going on, but that is why you come to the Politically Correcting Show, because you know that we have the inside scoop. That is one of the benefits of having me on the show is I've been involved with a lot of this stuff, either mm-hmm. behind the scenes, directly involved with it. Who knows? I usually know the inside info and what's going on. So let's jump into this nonprofit, this uh, non-government organization that seems to be in a lot of hot water right now in the county, which is the Community Resource Collaborative that's in com- combination with the Neighborhood Collaborative, collaborative Project, so the CRC and the NCP. So let me give you some background info. I was asked to join the NCP as the uh, liaison to the Lyle Ave Business Association, and I could almost immediately see that it was going to be a uh, poop show because... The first thing that happened was, you know, we were allotted thirty-seven thousand. The main the main groups were allotted thirty-seven thousand dollars per group to spend on pretty much whatever it is that we could do to help benefit that particular area and our particular expertise. So, for myself and the group I was representing was the Lyle Ave Business Association. So we had to focus on specifically that creating a better business environment on Lyle Ave, maybe bringing them together more, uh, bringing more businesses over there so that we can grow the area. Um, Obviously, most people who live in the Rochester area or in the greater Rochester area know Lyle Avenue. You know, it's not the greatest area. It's ghost town. It's not ghost town. That's what it's called. Ghost town for a reason. That's the hood name for it. Ghost town is more of like J Street. Uh, no, Ghost Town is Lyle, that corner, Dewey, Fine. Emerson, Ghost it's, Town. It's not an Otis. area that many people want to be, <laughs> no. um, especially when the sun goes down. But It's the demilitarized zone. Yes, it is. Yes, there's that's free freaking air drug deals. There's prostitution galore. Prostitution all over the place. And it's been that way for a number of years. Yes. And I can see, in combination with this, we're going to bring it all together uh, towards the end here. Uh, oh, wait, before you go, before you go further, also we should note that it is a very diverse area also. It's not predominantly right. black. There's a lot of different, you know, cultures over there. So, Absolutely. Um, continue, though. Go ahead. Yes. So, thank you. So uh, when it came down to u- to using the funds, my recommendation to the actual president of the Lyle Ave Business Association was to start a business, uh, not a co-op, but a, uh, oh man, we call it. Association, club? Not an association or club, but a uh, where you go and you have, where you can have free rental space. Oh, incubator. In- thank you. Dang. Internet. Um, you would have people come in to speak on different 
uh, issues that pertain to businesses and business owners so that they can help build people who are either running businesses from home, maybe running online businesses, maybe having a little bit of trouble uh, with their current business, a brick and mortar business. But this business incubator could help bridge that gap between the resources that we have, whether it's government or you know private entity, and bridge it to the people who need it the most. Well, they had a different idea. They decided that they're going to put the money into a garden mm-hmm. that was named after somebody's grandma. Wait, wait. Run that back. What again? They decided <laughs> that this business incubator was not a good idea, that a better idea was to start a garden. What are you going to do as a business owner in this garden? Nothing. You're going to sit there, and I'm sorry, you're going to sit there and you're going to ponder. You can meditate? Sure. On Lyle Avenue. On Lyle Avenue? Yes. Like today would be a great day to do that, right? In February with uh, yes, 30 yes. mile an hour gusting winds, 19 degrees out. A lot yes. of pondering is going to go on there. Yeah, I, I, li- I like that idea if and only if it didn't suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I I'm sorry. Go, no, like, no disrespect to all the gardeners out there, people that love gardens. Hey, God bless you. But that, that's not a business. That's oriented, not a business oriented. Right. Like, there's no money coming out of that. So the issue was that uh, the way that the grant works is that you would the association would spend the money and they would get reimbursed. So everything had to go through that business association, the business association president, and the vice president actually uh, went ahead and just did the garden. They, they really did that they idea. Really did that, and the receipts that they presented were all cash receipts. Whoa. So a bunch of food, a bunch of drinks, mm. a bunch of things that I didn't. I, I look at it and I said, "Why? How? This I doesn't mean, look right. Why is listen, it all cash?" Bro, I've done some gardens in my time, and I needed a shot of Hennessy to get through. I- you know, I don't digging disagree. up that ground. I'm I just don't saying. disagree. But just as saying. a nonprofit entity that is that was sponsored by New York State, it was getting money from New York State, Ooh. Uh, getting money from the county, getting resources from all around with different different government entities. Uh, I brought up to the president of that, not the association, but of the actual nonprofit organization. And I said, I do not agree with this expenditure. I do not agree with how they are spending their money. I believe it should be better used in this other fashion with the incubator and the uh president of the organization said it's a grant and we have to use the money mm. use it or lose it and, and the other thing it. about the park too is you get a nice ribbon cutting ceremony out of it right oh, yeah, yeah that was that's what it was they they needed the food and drinks for a ribbon cutting oh my god so and that was just a one part of it right because being in finance, I saw this. I saw that $37,000. I saw what my idea for the Lyle Ave corridor was. And I, and I also brought to them, I said, you know, not only that, you guys could leverage this money, technically leverage the money to buy your own building so that you own the space that you can have business owners come into and so that you can then utilize your resources to say, hey, you know, person that wants to donate money to random things around here. How about you donate to us? Because this is what we're doing, mm. right? And not have to always uh, rest on this government grant money. Mm. So it seems as though, number one, 
my idea just was a flop, I guess, because a garden on Lyle <laughs> Avenue is a way better idea and yeah. way better for the Lyle Ave businesses over there. I mean, were they at least growing like some vegetables or like you can just fr- come over and pick some green peppers? We should actually, you know what? We should drive past there on <laughs> yeah, our way we back. Go we're going to drive past there on our way back. I got to see this wonderful invention. Yes. And um, this wonderful idea. I mean, but what it seems as though the idea that they did take was taking the money and buying the building. The problem was they bought a building that one of the business owners and one of the uh, board of directors, people, they were renting from. So they bought the building that they're renting from using our taxpayer money. Oh. So I wonder if they're paying rent. I wonder if this is for personal use. Are they renting out the other spots? Because there's, you know, residential space upstairs. There's another business space next to it. Man, there's some hustlers in that in this uh in this game here, bro. They they are hustling and just using people, using your emotions to just take money and give it to their cronies. And you know what they're going to say? You know they're going to say, "Well, you know the white man has been doing this for Bro, I just ever. Right. yo, yeah. listen, listen, listen. I I get a lot of flack from from that community anytime I say like stop it, bro. Because you are you are literally in control of a lot of money in this city, and to come up with and in control of the city, yes, in control of the city. So the people that's in control of the city, they appoint their the people that they know into these positions and let them know like, listen, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you a lot of funding, I'm gonna get you a lot of money. You can do whatever you want to do. Listen, we gotta, we gotta get this money back to the community. We gotta bring it back to the hood. Right. Create good ideas like a garden for a business association. <laughs> we need equitable financing. Equitable financing to go on inside a town where there could be a shootout at any moment at that very same. Garden. I can't wait to drive past there today, uh, I can't so you can see what it looks like. I'm sure we'll be welcome with with open arms after this conversation. We'll be right back after this break, though. WYSL Radio Station three four six three thousand is the number to call into the politically correcting uh, radio show here and speak with us about your insight into this and what's going on. We'll be right back. All Valentine's bumps today, ladies and gentlemen, and especially my hands, just you ladies here. I love you, baby. quality of life we deserve in truth and freedom informed by our constitution our laws and traditions we need to pick the best leaders possible recent experience certainly illustrates that free and accurate elections are essential if we're going to restore our society and safeguard our rights new york citizens audit is a volunteer nonpartisan group which has been lobbying for open source audits of the state board of elections and reform of the electoral process statewide did you know citizens audit has uncovered over 1 million felony violations of election law that in 2020, there were 625,000 more voter registrations than existing voting age citizens in just six New York counties, that there were 338,000 more votes cast 
than voters who voted. These are just a few shocking examples of the urgent need for reform. You can help. Visit AuditNY.com and learn the facts, how to volunteer, and make a difference in your community. Again, volunteer, donate, or spread the word. Start at AuditNY.com. That's AuditNY.com. Youth for Christ Rochester needs to grow. Our kids are telling us they don't feel safe in their neighborhoods or rec centers, and they're asking us to be open more. And thanks to your support, we will. We're adding a weeknight and Saturday mornings to our basketball program. We're adding a second Arts Academy Friday night. And we're adding a second P31 girls class on Saturdays. But we need your help. $25 per month funds a kid for a year. Give your best gift to yfcrochester.org slash donate. Advertising on the WYSL stations is both affordable and effective, but it's so much more than that. When your business or professional practice has a presence on the Voice of Liberty, you connect with a patriotic, awake, and aware audience that cares about society, our families, our schools, our values, and our future. And our listeners appreciate you and respond. We can end the madness together. For truth and freedom, the WYSL stations, the Voice of Liberty. Call 346-3000 to advertise today. Politically correcting. I feel like the station is being too lovey-dovey today. Oh, it's Valentine's Day, I'm not a lovey-dovey kind of guy. So all this is like a whole lot. See, that's why you, you just you need to listen to more Barry White, man. No, I don't. teach you. He'll teach you. I got Justin love. Timberlake. I'm good. No, he ain't nowhere near. No, no, Justin. No, way. we got. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. Justin Timberlake uh-huh. and Barry White. Barry White. Um, very similar. Very similar. No, 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 not much not or at all. Sorry. Back to the conversations. <laughs> we got. We're trying to help him, Bob. We're trying to help. Uh, him. We'll just work on him. We'll work I, on I'm him, unhelpable. <laughs> we'll do our best, folks. Mm-hmm. Back to the politically correcting uh, radio show here with Lavelle Lewis and myself, the Jose Pio. We're going to be discussing a little bit further into this because I got some text messages while uh, we were talking here. Were they hate? No. Oh, okay. More inside info. Oh, there we go. So I guess the person that was uh, that, that decided to buy his own building, um, Foodlink also gave the organization food, and that person took it into their own pantry that they run, which is a nonprofit pantry that they run, and decided to wow. make it their own food instead of wow. utilizing for the community which i believe he probably was giving it away who knows but actually i do know that the pantry is one of those where whatever you have if you can give mm-hmm. fantastic but food link gave this food to the nonprofit, the community resource collaborative mm. what's happening in the city is a lot of times they're using public available goods and services for their own benefit, because when you can say that I'm providing this, I'm doing that, then it looks good for you right? in that kind of light. Not only that, but this person is also employee of the Office of Neighborhood Safety. Mm. He's also, you know, he's on the board. He's employed by the Community Resource Collaborative. They're on the board and uh, part of the Office of Neighborhood Safety, which has gotten millions okay. of dollars. Right. See, I'm just in ARPA funds. I'm just the ignorant citizen here. That's just. On this radio show with you, a, a former city official, mm-hmm. um, but I kind of do know a little bit about some of your former colleagues. Is it one of them, like on the board of Food Link? 
One of them is, yes. Okay, so all right, just just saying, you know, you got to know somebody to know somebody. So not saying that, that he knows anything about it, but he just might have been in the room. Well, I can promise you that there's a lot of uh, a lot of entanglement between mm. uh, two specific nonprofits in our city and the office of the mayor. One has been food link for a number of years now. This is, again, I hope people understand this. Number one, don't ever just believe what we say here, all right? Go and look it up, Don't ever just believe what we say here. I don't want to be that person that says, just believe me, don't look nowhere else, yada, yada. No. Take me with a grain of salt. I might be biased. I might be lying to you. I might be whatever. I might have a hold a grudge against somebody. You don't know that. So don't just listen to me. But I can assure you. That's not what I do, all right? That's just <laughs> not what saying, I do. I ain't lying to none of y'all. So that's one of them, Food Link, which I believe is a very good organization. Very good organization. The problem with Food Link, in my opinion, is that they bring food into neighborhoods that are food deserts. And instead of helping the neighborhood businesses that sell mm. food and say, here, we're going to give you this so that you can push more fresh fruits and vegetables into the community, and we're going to help you with it. Instead, they give it away for free, Yeah, which it, to me has always been an issue with, you know, uh, especially when it comes to like Haiti, mm. you know, or Puerto Rico, when there's these huge floods, huge typhoons, huge tornadoes, hurricanes, whatever it may be, and these entities come in with their free giveaways and then the local businesses that are sitting there who have been helping the community for a number of years say well what about what about me you're taking money out of my pocket that i need to feed my family as well and they've been in that community for a number of years trying to do exactly that and these nonprofits come in and basically take food out of their kids mouths that are connected to the government too because they get government funding as well they are in the budget they're they're in the city budget so to me that seems like all right so we really should start talking about separating state, public from private, right? But they won't. They won't. But I'm talking about us as citizens. We got to really start understanding because if you allow the state or government to control your food and you they get you to accept that free food is something that you should accept, if they're going to be the ones that's squeezing out the competition, just pretty much what you're saying, you're going to wipe out the small business owner. Mm-hmm. And then all it takes is another pandemic where, let's say, these small business owners can't give out food, but Foodlink can. Foodlink can. We're setting ourselves up for, I mean, it seems like total totalitarian days. Totalitarian? Totalitarian days. There we go. See, it must be the... Uh, the whiskey. Not I got only I'm sorry, that, scotch. The scotch that I got over here. Not only that, but there's a nonprofit in the Lyle Ave area that I personally really love. It mm. is the Cameron Ministries Outreach. They are a fantastic group. I've never seen anything that was um, that that looked anything up. They're all above reproach. So there's nothing below report, right, reproach with right. them. And they have been doing the 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 Lord's work. And that community. I'm telling you, they go above and beyond. They come out of pocket for these kids. A lot of it is after-school programs for kids. A lot of it is food programs as well. They mm. cook for them. But they also have the. Uh, they also have now their own food truck where they sell the, the foods and vegetables, but they sell it to the, like the EBT, the food stamps people, mm. so that they get double the amount of money to spend on the food items. Well, Food LinkedIn like that. 
Why? Because that's competition to them. Oh, dang. So Food Link is supposed to be helping these organizations with providing fresh fruits and vegetables to the community, but they don't like when you encroach on their territory. Do they not want people to kind of, like, be individuals and, like, find their own way to to, to None of these organizations want that because you're messing with their money. Mm. That's essentially what it is. If you're going to do this, that means that you're going to go for the same grant that I'm going to probably apply for. And so therefore you're taking money out of my funding sources. That's the that's the mentality of a lot of these nonprofit organizations is that or the NGOs, NGOs as well, not government organizations because that's what the government looks to for development, for food, for business. Um the other entity which we've talked about on our podcast before is the Ibero American Action League, which mm. is the very specifically spe- they love you. for yeah. <laughs> they are the Latinx organization yeah. of Rochester. <laughs> Super Latinx. Yeah, man. And they do not the last issue that they had with me was they get they get certain amount of money to do certain things in the community. Well, the action or that legislation that says this group is going to do this, that's supposed to be an RFP, a request for a proposal, mm-hmm. because there might be another organization that can do the same thing as that, what they do. They might be able to do it better. Maybe they've been doing it for longer. Maybe they're more connected in the community. You don't know, and that's why you do an RFP, mm-hmm. so that you can see who has what in the community, who is doing what in the community, and who can provide the best outcome that the government is looking for. Well, the issue is with legislation from city is that a lot of times there's no RFP. There is no competition. This money goes into their pockets every single year religiously. So there's no competition for a smaller uh, based organization to come up and say, look, I've been doing this work for years as well. And I've been doing it out of my own pocket. Why don't you hook us up? So for one, on Clinton Avenue, you've got the Latino Youth Development which is headed up by county legislator Mercedes Vasquez-Simmons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, myself and Mercedes, we have a good, I think we have a good relationship, but there are certainly things that we disagree on. And we're allowed to disagree on those things. Mm-hmm. But one thing I can't disagree with is if you are putting your own money into your own community and the government is not supporting that and always consistently supports the huge organization that's been doing it forever Um, and getting the same millions of dollars every year getting somewhere jose follow the money mike what you got for us brother hey guys talking about not-for-profits you know i got a call and that's Mm -hmm. why and all this reason with everything you're hearing what's going on in the last two weeks and all that stuff is why you go to uh first of all faith-based independent uh, organizations that uh, uh, earn donations from private citizens, private companies, mm. private family foundations, go inspect them. Go, They will be happy to give you the tour. They'd be happy to open the books. They'd be happy to show you, happy to show you everything that's happening and their outcomes. So, you know, you can avoid all this by staying away from the big mega donors, or mega not-for-profits. Go to the small guys who are just taking private donations. Happy to show you everything and, you know, and give give to where you know that it's getting used for what your intended purpose is. Hey, hey Mike, I got a question for you. 
Um, You know how just within the people who are kind of aware of NGOs and the fact that they are Trojan horses, could you kind of elaborate as to why that is a a bad idea to have a big NGO come into an area to kind of come in and fix everything? Yeah, because uh, basically you guys already said it. These big NGOs are there to propagate the dollars over time. They're not there... You look at how they're doing things. They're not doing anything to get anybody out of poverty. They're doing mm. their everything they do is to keep it going. It's sustainability to keep that going. So we, like you said, you get the you get the money every year and year. Nobody really gets help. Nobody ever gets delivered. Nobody ever gets uh, uh, the end outcome. It's just to propagate. You. We used to say in the homeless business, just keep the bed full. Just keep the bed full. Just keep the bed full. Mm. That's right, Mike. Thank you so much for calling in because I want to jump on that before we go to the next break. Uh, the biggest issue I've had when I was you know, voting on legislation to continue to give these nonprofits and these NGOs any more money was that there was no performance-based key performance indicators there was no Mm. kpis in place so that we can follow up to see how did our money do how did our investment do are we seeing the return on investment that our taxpayers would like to see because it's your money that we're giving away Mm. your taxpayer money we'll be right back after this break at the wysl radio station three four six three thousand again Give us a call if you got some insights or if you got some questions that you want to jump in on the conversation with the Politically Correcting Boys. We'll be right back. Happy Valentine's Day. Politically correcting. Ooh, baby, I love your way every day. Yeah, yeah. Yes, now we're talking with the music here, all right? Now we're talking. Now we're talking with the music. You're such an 80s baby. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Proud of it. Back with the Politically Correcting Boys, we are Lavelle Lewis and the Jose Pio. Thanks so much for joining us as we talk our talk because this hasn't been a very, uh, I don't think it's been a very happy podcast because a lot of things are going wrong in our city. But we need to air out the nonsense. It mm-hmm. has to happen. And thank God I've been blessed with the uh, the season of being in politics. And that's what I call it. It was my season to be in politics. God called me into that position. He put me through whatever he put me through in order to get to that position where my skin was thick enough and said, go do it. Right, and I'll I give said, you that, man. You got a lot. You got a lot of. You got some thick skin, that's for sure. And the funny thing is, getting out when I when everybody was asking me, you know, hey, we're we running, blah, blah blah, and they're like, yeah, you know, I, I understand. I I couldn't deal with politics either. I'm like, what do you mean? I, I was, politics was fun. What are you talking about? Like, I had a great time. <laughs> they're like, even after everything you went through, I'm like, you think that bothered me? Mm. You think that that all bothered me? What pe- what someone that has no idea who I am, what I stand for, I've never shared a drink with them. I've never shared a conversation with them. Yeah. And you think that I care what they had to say about me? Yeah. No. And you know there's going to be there's always going to be people out there who automatically either hear something about you and believe it. Mm-hmm. They do the same thing with news sources. They just see the headline, they automatically believe it. 
They do the same thing with watching the news. They hear something, they automatically believe it. That's just not the world I live in. And that was the whole reason why we had to start Politically Correcting Podcast because it, the information has to be put out there for you to make your own decision. We provide our insight. We've got the Republican here, the black Republican bigot, Lavelle Lewis, myself, yes, the Latino Democrat. We provide different viewpoints, not too often do we differ, though, to be honest, because I think that when we get to the basics of it all, most Americans agree. And I think most Americans agree right now that our representatives do not represent us. No, they don't. Not at all. They don't. But the issue is, and I think this is going to come back to a very basic level, we have protected classes in this country. Protected classes, you're protected based on you, the fact you can't discriminate on age, race, or gender. We'll get back to the last two in a second, but Biden is certainly protected because if you were to dare call out his age, you're an ageist. Ageist? Ageist? I don't know. I don't even know. The, the nonsense. I stopped paying attention to all the different isms a long time ago. So Right, but the fact that the report came out and stated that he can't be tried... For crime, the crime of taking top secret information that he is not purview to, that he had no reason to even hold in his presence outside of the White House, yeah. outside, not even just outside the White House, I'm sorry, outside of the SCIF. It's a secure facility. When I was in the military, mm. if I were to take top secret information outside of the SCIF, guess what would happen? You're giving more inside info, Jose. You were high up there. Right. Bro. There was no way that they would allow me to take any documentation outside that SCIF. No possible way. I would be put in jail immediately. No matter if I did anything with it. Doesn't matter. Why'd you take it? You weren't supposed to have that. Mm. So the fact that we had a vice president taking top secret information and then putting it at his house in his garage underneath his Corvette mm -hmm. at the colleges, multiple colleges that he was mm -hmm. somehow has an office in somehow he can do that. But when the report says he's too old to be held accountable, then I look back at the Democrats who the entire time when they were attacking Trump for his keeping of the documents and they always said this statement, no one is above the law, not even the president. Mm. So can we have the same energy here? <laughs> we could, but I, at the same time, I blame the Republicans. It's the Republican Party fault because they know. <laughs> You're with me on that one. Then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because they know exactly what they can do, but they will never exercise that right. No. Of you're absolutely right. They're but, not doing it. Because they need to use that to get yes, reelected. Exactly. That's the only reason why they're doing it. And it's it's and it could be I honestly there I'm pretty sure there's probably like maybe twenty or thirty percent real legit Republicans in in the Republican Party. And then on the Democratic side, like actual true blue, respectful, respectable old Union North. Uh, Democrats, uh -huh. not the socialist kind, not not this, not the Southern Dixiecrat, racist, white supremacist Democrat. No, there's probably like maybe ten percent in that party right Dang, now. Dang, ten percent. Yeah, no, the Democrat it. Party is completely taken over by it has been overtaken the, by uh, communism. But the Republican Party is is next. They're selling out too on the right. I'm pushing back on the overtaken by communist part because 
even locally, even though I don't Whoa, agree you with. Can't, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me finish it. Let me go give you more to that. How don't you think that communism isn't taken over by both parties? Because you look at everything that we're seeing, mm-hmm. and you look at the investment in a communist country from a communist country like China, who's investing in bio labs in our in our country. They're they're buying up land within our country. They're also investing in the vaccines that we get in our country. They're also investing money in the media that we get within our country. So all of this, um, you know, the the. The LBGTQ situation, the Legitimacquas, and all of these things that a communist country would use on a republic to take that republic down. To me, it seems like there's a lot of sellouts on both sides of, of the aisle, Republican and Democrat, and we as citizens must go back. Like back in the 60s, bro, the whole communist, like if you were a communist or even before that, the 50s, during while they're trying to build that atomic bomb, the fact that there was communism within the country, everybody antennas was up. And they were going after everyone. J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover gets a lot of uh, flack for his aggressive approach to the civil rights movement, but he was right on a lot of things. He They knew communism was within the United States, and it's they're concealing it in some serious ways now that we have to call it out i agree with that i think that you need to or most people out there especially our listeners out there you have to be able to analyze who is the actual enemy Mm. because there is a difference between progressives socialists and classic liberals now progressives are not socialists they are not the same they are not the same there and um we need to be able to describe exactly who the enemy of our country is. And it has to come down to the socialists. Mm. It can't be the progressives because progressives are the opposite end of the conservatives. Meaning conservatives want to keep things the same, right? That's what it is. Keep things the same. Not Go back to what it was. No, not necessarily. It's, about, it's, a, it's definitely about traditional values, but it's right. more about less government and protecting what's yours. That's classic liberal. No, 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 no. That Their classic liberal is about taking from the rich. You, you're making too much, so I got to take a little bit of what you're making to give to the poor. We might have to come back to that topic. We have oh, a caller here. <laughs> we have a caller. I'm sorry, what was your name? Todd. Todd from Syracuse. Give, what did you got for us, brother? Hey, uh, I heard your... Uh, discussion uh, Monday, and I saw that um, you guys were talking about uh, running more uh, Republicans in like the urban areas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, well, well, there was a problem with that, and the fact that basically during like the you know the Reagan Revolution, basically everybody decided that uh, by increasing voter engagement by running. Uh, Republican candidates in urban areas, it was actually going to cost them state and federal elections. Really? For who? Yeah, it's, it's Why? because the Republicans? Uh, when, yeah, with the basically they they figured out that if voter engagement was high in urban areas where people are generally not going to come to, out to vote because what do they got, you know, as far as the choice goes? Yeah, see I I kind of push back on that because at the same time the overall ideology of conservatism or being a Republican within the black community, it, it will force black Americans become individuals 
and they will reject the socialist um, offers from the government and not need the government for for anything. So within the left and their ability to kind of win elections, they found a way to introduce Marxist communism to the black community and pull them away from the Republican Party because the the lies and the manipulation from the civil rights movement of the MLKs of the world and and the WEB Du Bois of the world, and just to kind of go back to that conversation on Monday, they did not want to empower the black communities because again they could not compete as white Democrats within the South and also the North. So it could be, you know, within just, you know, if I'm putting my tinfoil hat on and to answer your, <laughs> to, to respond to your, um, your, quite your, um, his uh, assertion? Yes, about the reason why they're not running people within the city. Um, no one wants in, in politics, no one wants any competition within politics. So if you are, if you are increasing within the, uh, the pool of politics, um, thought, right? Individual thought within an African American where they can rally support around uh, conservatism and you empower a people, then, you know, those those people on the left kind of lose out on this money that's been circulating in the city. Todd, thank you so much for calling. And I, I would agree with Todd. I think the the automatic answer is that from from the media especially is that republicans want less people showing up to polls that's what they say that's what yeah. they say yeah we'll be right back to discuss that a little bit further again three four six three thousand we love the phone calls todd thank you so much for calling wysl radio station here with the politically correcting boys we'll be right back after this break To live the quality of life we deserve in truth and freedom, informed by our Constitution, our laws, and traditions, we need to pick the best leaders possible. Recent experience certainly illustrates that. Free and accurate elections are essential if we're going to restore our society and safeguard our rights. New York Citizens Audit is a volunteer, nonpartisan group which has been lobbying for open-source audits of the State Board of Elections and reform of the electoral process statewide. Did you know Citizens Audit has uncovered over 1 million felony violations of election law? that in 2020 there were 625,000 more voter registrations than existing voting age citizens in just six New York counties, that there were 338,000 more votes cast than voters who voted. These are just a few shocking examples of the urgent need for reform. You can help. Visit AuditNY.com and learn the facts, how to volunteer, and make a difference in your community. Again, volunteer, donate, or spread the word. Start at AuditNY.com. That's AuditNY.com. The 2024 Batavia Down Summer Concert Series has been announced. Come see bands like Smash Mouth, The Bacon Brothers, 38 Special, April Wine, and country music star Clay Walker. There will also be tribute acts paying homage to Fleetwood Mac, Tom Petty, Heart, The Doors, Chicago, and Sticks. It's going to be a great summer, all summer long at Batavia Downs. Get more information and tickets today at BataviaConcerts.com. That's BataviaConcerts.com. 
If you're looking to market and grow your business, make new business connections, and give back to the community in a meaningful way, consider joining the Greece Regional Chamber of Commerce. We're the largest suburban chamber in Monroe County, and we offer networking, education, marketing, insurance, and advocacy. You do not need to live or work in Greece to join. Our members come from throughout the region. In short, we're better together, and together, we're moving business forward. Visit greasechamber.org or call 585-227-7272 to join today. Politically correcting. Welcome back with Laval Lewis and myself, the Jose Pio, to jump back into the conversation of the perception that we have right now, where it's left versus right, red versus blue, Republicans versus Democrats. What I do have to say is this. You Republicans have no game whatsoever, no Don't strategy, all the game. no strategy, I no game plan, bro. no nothing, Please. bro. So you guys knocked out. You talking to the wrong Republican? You guys knocked out your own guy. Uh, that was dumb, George Santos, right? That was dumb. I believe that was dumb as well because it's not that I think that you should keep a liar or a fraud in there, but at the same time, you guys have a very slim majority. In the house, so why would you freaking let some guy out just to now recently? It's announced that Democrat Tom Swozy, I don't even know how to say his last name. Yeah. He just won the New York special election to replace Mr. George Santos. So they just flipped a Republican seat to a Democrat seat. So New York's third district has flipped back from red to blue. Yeah, and um, that's a that is an early test for because a lot of. You Republicans now are saying, oh, man, New York State, New York City in particular, the Bronx, Brooklyn, they're more for Trump now, yada, yada, yada. And I said it on Monday's radio show, just because they're willing to to vote for Trump does not mean that they're willing to vote Republican. Mm. Even though the entire time, if you see what the advertisements were like in this special election, they were equating the Democrat to all the illegal immigrants coming in, all the nonsense with the far left. You equate that, and then they're equating the, you know, Republican to the far right stuff, I'm and the Democrats still won. I'm going to say this: I'm I'm pretty sure that um, just within that situation, there had to be some sort of backdoor stuff. Ah, oh, here we go. There, no, there had you guys are there, full of conspiracy uh, theories. If no, you lose no, an election, no, 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 it's no, a conspiracy. I'm not talking about the losing the, okay, the, the election. Right. I'm talking about this whole situation. This whole with the George Santos thing. Yes, we're, okay. we're not. Let's not forget, New York State is sold out to, to communism all the way. Like, we, this state... I think sold out to progressivism. No, 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 no. This state has sold out to some sort of communist ideology across the board. We have a state where our governor literally wants to put us into concentration, concentration camps. camps. Okay? So, it doesn't get any further than this. Now, to, now to talk about state Republicans in New York State... I think it's hard to find true, actual conservatives in this state that knows exactly what's going on and and will not agree to just do politics as usual, you know, give something up to get something in return that we don't know about. Sometimes you got to do that, though. Yeah. but In order to get things through. Right. Whatever this whatever this play is within New York State, it has not worked yet. No, so whoever our Republican leaders are within this state, first of all, they need to find a way to, to connect within any voter in the inner cities. Because it's not hard, no matter what color you are, black, brown, whatever color, 
to to promote being an individual and having the government out of your business accountability accountability right for yourself and mm-hmm. protecting what's yours those are very simple principles that the Republican Party can market and promote to people. But they haven't. But they haven't. So that's why I say there has to be something bigger at play where these people, these goons, these folks is out here grifting, making it seem as though they're true Republicans. Because some way, somehow, they find their way up in you know um, elections and campaigns, and you find out that they're dorks. <laughs> they have no... Chance of winning. So right. to me, it seems like they don't really want to because there's a there's a bigger play at stake. There's something higher. There's there's people close to the gatekeepers mm-hmm. in New York State where this state has to be what it is right now. Well, to jump on that as well, to make it a more national issue, on Super Bowl Sunday, Mr. Chucky Schumer brags about meeting to push forward a 95 billion dollar aid package to ukraine israel and taiwan yet not a single dollar is going to our own border your republican cohort senator marco rubio from florida says if we secure our own border here in the united states i've said we should help ukraine that's oh my your God. guy after everything that just came out with ukraine with the they sold us out bro we're sold out. Most sold of America out. knows we don't want to fund any more wars. No. Most of America knows that we don't need any more illegal immigrants or asylum seekers, however you want to view them. We we can't handle it. We can't do it. And yet, Republicans continue to just fall in line. Because they're not true conservatives. A true conservative completely hates war, right? Conflict erodes a nation's cultural continuity as well as its finances within everything that they agreed to it speaks totally it goes full totally away from that what i just read what i just read there is no way you can call yourself conservative if you say that you're supporting a war that has absolutely nothing to do with us both israel and Ukraine. Well, they'll say it does. They'll say it's for our benefit yes. to stop Russia. And that's the BS that they they that yep. they pulled within this Israel conflict. You for us as Americans, do you do you mean to tell me you feel comfortable with your dollars going towards bombs that is going to kill innocent people in a war that we have nothing to do with? They'll say that the Palestinians are using Yes, they're using yeah, they're using human shields. So we got to shoot we have, we to, have to shoot through them. We have, we have to, to shoot bomb through, through the them. human shields right. in order to get our point across to where Hamas even offered a ceasefire and and a and a um a a, a deal with Israel. So did Putin. Putin so, even and, came out and said, yes, and they rejected it. Both yep. sides, Ukraine yep. and Israel, the people that we're paying. Yep. So are they being rogue, or is the United States saying no? Reject that deal. We need to keep pushing forward. We need to bomb them. We need to take over Gaza. We need to make sure that we secure the play for our puppet masters, the Black Rocks of the world, the Bill Gates of the world, all of the people that's pulling the strings. We need you to do this. We need you to carry this this operation out. And the other part that people are forgetting, 
Remember, J.P. Morgan made a deal with Ukraine to help them to rebuild after the war. Follow the money, people. How can we get money out of our government? Obviously, that's right. the point of this show. Right. That is the point of this show. We've we've talked about money infiltrating our government, which the money is not supposed to speak for the people. The people are supposed to speak for us. It's our money. It's our money. Right. How are you going to take it out of my pocket and spend it on things that I don't particularly want? I don't agree with BB. I'm totally against Benjamin Netanyahu and the operation he has over in Israel. Oh, you're just racist. That's why. We've got another caller. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's your name? Janet? Two minutes. Not Two enough minutes time left. for another caller, Jose. Oh, man. We always Maybe got time for Maybe it's my calls. voice and I'm just so passionate today where you, you, you're you missing, you know, the great Bob and back, you know, his... Who I didn't miss was John Stewart coming back oh, to the John Daily Stewart. Show. I was very happy to see a more traditional liberal coming out and speaking and saying the things that we have been saying all along, that I have definitely been saying all along, which is... And he's anti-Israel. Which is that you can speak you sure up against can. the Democratic Party. You, you can. can speak up against President Biden and still be a Democrat. It is okay. It's okay. And it's okay for you to speak up against Republicans and still be a Republican. It is okay. I know. Because we need a new middle. But bro, they don't want no black Republican like me, bro. They don't want a Latino Democrat like me that. (laughs) We'll be back on Monday with another Politically Correcting show. We'll have a guest on Monday, Mr. Christian Garzon, who's from... Uh, he used to work for WROC Channel 8. He was a news reporter and a military veteran. I can't wait to have some conversation with him because he's got some, uh, I'm sure he's got some good inside info. He wanted to be on the show a while ago. So we're going to have a good time on Monday. Thank you so much for joining us on another show. We appreciate you guys so much. Go follow our Facebook page, Politically Correcting Podcast Facebook page, our YouTube page as well. God bless. Happy Valentine's Day. Also, to all the ladies out there, especially Edna Perez. 